All right. So I'd like to start my interviews off with a little bit of a softball question. What was your first job in the movie and TV industry? My very, very first job was I was nine years old and it was a German clothing commercial in cast out of Santa Fe, New Mexico, uh, where we shot it at like Ghost Ranch and I was dressed up in these kind of goofy clothes, like these weird like pilgrim clothes. All the kids were dressed up as like these pilgrim farmers. It was like this dream sequence commercial where it's like a kid dreams and he's in this dream world. And there's all these kids there like waving at him as he goes by on a donkey. And I was like one of the kids waving for like two seconds or something. I mean, it was uh, it was cool. But I remember Ghost Ranch and just the fun of it and and like being at the set and it was cool. And then there was another job that I literally just thought of that I haven't thought of in like 30 years where it was like one day on this TV show, I can't remember the name of the TV show, but we shot it, it was period though. We shot it at this old house. And I think that was probably the second job I did because that was another New Mexico job. What's crazy though is I can't, it was like one day, I can't remember. I think I was just like standing around. I don't think I had any lines or anything. It's been so long since I thought about it. That's what I get for acting for so long. I'm like, I can't even remember, dude. <laughs> exactly, right? It's that it starts tumbling, it's all you know, jumbles together, right? All right, so you play Donald in the, uh, in the film, The Devil's Workshop. What attracted you to this role? Well, I play a scumbag actor who is trying to weasel his way to getting a part over another actor. He's trying to uh, psychologically intimidate uh, Tim's character, Timothy Granaderos, who plays the other actor. And, um, you know, he's a he's a not he's not an artist. He just is in it for the money and the fame and. Uh, you know, hold hold use whatever means he can to get there. He's currently really focusing on TikTok and social media. And he's, you know, he he like slams the art. You know, he dismisses the art to Tim's character. And he kind of he makes jokes about it that he's not an artist. Um, and he tells, you know, Tim's character Clayton that he is an artist, but it's almost an insult the way he tells him. You know, it's almost like he feels bad for him. Because the guy, in his mind, the guy's such a loser. <laughs> um, so there's something like, there's something so dastardly about this character, Donald, that it becomes funny. Because he's he's so bad in like every way, you know? And it's like, he talks to the guy and he, it's like, he just insults him in every way he can. Um, and he does that again with his own acting teacher. You know, his own acting teacher comes and essentially begs him to to introduce him to his agent and you know what donald says back to him is one of the most brutal emasculating takedowns of an acting teacher you could possibly imagine you know even the one damning with faint praise when he tells him he's an amazing teacher is almost an insult as well and then there's the the satire of hollywood uh, there where you know the acting teacher hears these horrible things and, and then says you know you're so honest that's why you're great use that you know it's like it's this terrible 
<laughs> it's this terrible send-up of acting teachers in the industry and actors and it's really it's just it's very ridiculous it's dark though you know what i mean it's not like this is not like an adam sandler knee slapper this is like it's sad that some of the stuff's sad you know when he's when he's insulting the acting teacher you almost feel bad for this guy it's 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 almost not funny you know how brutal these insults are yeah it's it's, it's a fascinating thing and and uh donald's story kind of comes full circle and, and obviously not going to spoil it but that end sequence has to be one of my favorite end sequences of it, like any movie it, it's it led me to this question of obviously at the end of the Donald bombs an audition, which seems like he's done all the time. So my follow-up question to that, can you share a story of an audition that you remember that maybe you bombed and you were like, wow? Yes. Okay, so I was 19 years old, and I was auditioning for a movie called The Good Shepherd. And I was, it was Robert De Niro was directing it, so I had Robert De Niro in the room. And Leonardo DiCaprio uh, was playing that part before Matt Damon took it over. And I just remember uh, it was a scene where I had to like break down crying. And I just was so intimidated by being in an audition with Leo and De Niro that I just, I just was not, you know, and, and, you know, Leo's playing my dad in, in the scene and I'm supposed to, you know, break down dad, dad and hug him. And I remember at the time I had just finished a film called Lords of Dogtown. So I had a shaved head. So I looked like a, like a gangster or something. I didn't look like a wholesome son by any stretch of the imagination. Even Nero was like, he saw me a few months later when, when Matt Damon uh, was attached to the part and my hair had grown out and he was like, look much better with the hair you know he was like he's like obsessed with like little things and the hair was like a very big deal to him that I had hair but I remember that was hard because it's hard to bomb an audition but it's really hard to bomb an audition like in front of like two of the best actors around you know it was like it was really I remember really not liking it and I remember De Niro I was like sucking so bad and then De Niro came up to me and he was like and I was like, uh, and he was like, do you think you could, you know, you know, I was like, do you want me to cry? And he was like, yeah, if you could. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, there was no way, like, I was going to even not, not suck. You know what I mean? Let alone give like an amazing performance. It was like, just not going to happen. And I remember really, I remember De Niro afterwards said, I was like, I cried at home. I Before I came here, I got myself to cry. And De Niro was like, my acting teacher used to call that the bedroom breakdown. And I used that line in the movie where, where Donald says to Clayton, he's like, did you make yourself cry? Did you do the bedroom breakdown? Is that what you do? And I actually got that from De Niro telling me that, the bedroom breakdown. And I remember in like the alliteration of it, kind of makes it sound kind of like funny or like almost like it's this sort of pathetic thing like, oh you did the bedroom breakdown you know it's like it implies you're not gonna break down outside the bedroom and I remember like uh yeah I remember I, I always like remember that term bedroom breakdown and so I, I ended up using that term in the scene 
That's incredible. Um, that's a, that's an amazing story. Like I, when I thought of the question, I was like, this is, I was like, I wonder if he's got to go win that. That's a, that's more than I could ever imagine. My, my last question to you though, is not about the movie. It's about a role that you played 15 years ago. It's the 15 year anniversary of into the wild. Yeah. Just share some thoughts looking back on that film. You know, that film, uh, it, looking back on it, it's pretty incredible how alive the film still is, how it still is reaching new audiences all the time, how people are still reacting to it. That film, you know, more than any film I've done, uh, it, it's almost like the film that never went away. You know, I've done certain films and while I appreciate and like the films, you know, they kind of, they come out and, you know, maybe you sort of never hear from them again in a way, you know, it's sort of like losing touch with somebody. You just, you just, yeah, it was a good movie. And, you know, I just never heard from it again. Um, you, you know, Into the Wild is a, a very unique film where people really uh, are deeply affected by it around the world and they're kind of constantly it seems like they're constantly discovering it and and um kind of passing it to their friends and things and i think they like you know in english classes they'll read the krakauer book and then they'll watch the movie it almost seems like it's part of the curriculum or something because there's so many younger people that have seen the film it's like oh yeah, I saw that in 11th grade English class or something. And which is amazing. Cause I remember I watched a lot of movies in 11th grade English class and I remember them, you know? And um, so it's pretty, it's, it was an amazing adventure to have and to make and to kind of get to explore the amazing parts of the country and have that just physical adventure film aside. It was such an adventure to make the film. Um, but then to have it, you know, to, to have worked so hard on something because it was a, it was a lot of work um, for everyone and, and for me as well. Um, and to have it kind of work in a way um, with audiences for, you know, I mean, I never thought it would be, you know, I mean, me and Sean, you know, would, we were aiming high, you know, we both were like, let's try to make you know, the best movie we can make. Let's make one of the best movies ever. You know, we really wanted, we really were going for it. Um, but to actually like all these years later have people still excited about the film and recommending the film to their friends. And, you know, it's probably still too early to say, but, you know, there's, there's some films that, you know, 20, 30 years later, people are still talking about those films. You know, those are classic films and that's why they're, considered classics like they never really they never really go away you know what I mean uh Goodfellas is an amazing example or or, or you know Raging Bull you know that just these these classic films that are just they're always with us you know and that's uh that's that would that that's the highest honor any movie can have is is to be um you know considered to have that kind of longevity you know mm -hmm.